before we dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you all about my brand new masterclass, Four Things You Need to Know to Get into Superhero Shape Over 40. And yes, this includes our four-step superhero formula for body shape change for women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And yes, you will learn exactly what to focus on to get sexy strong without wasting your time, energy, and money that doesn't involve spending hours in the kitchen or gym every day. And even if you have an injury or hormonal struggles or are feeling far from super right now. And this masterclass delivers on a step-by-step formula and busts crazy diet and exercise myths that you may not know you even believed. Which means you don't have to rely on guesswork and Google and wading through hours of conflicting health and fitness information online. So you just spend 60 minutes of your time and we can promise to give you back hours. So come check it out now for free at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Lisa Barlai, and I consider myself a fitness feminist and wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst helping busy, ambitious women over 40 to become strong of mind, body, and character. You see, I wasn't always fit, lean, or strong, and was never motivated to exercise, barely drank water, and lived off bread, pasta, and cheese. But since starting my own wellness journey from 20 years ago and becoming certified in life coaching, plant-based and sports nutrition, holistic health, mindfulness, and kettlebell and personal training, I've learned how to create healthy habits and daily rituals rather than rely on my willpower and motivation. Plus, become a total health, fitness, and superhero geek. So we're coming at you with live workshop style health and wellness episodes packed with actionable step-by-step tips and real talk that are helping thousands of busy, ambitious women to become stronger in mind, body, and character, to be the best superhero versions of themselves without that fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. I want to teach women how to achieve goals as women, being feminine AF, because goddess got goals. Welcome to the TTT and the GGG. Oh, and we've got a good one for you today. Very practical. We're offering you three top tips for setting up your home workout space. Yeah. Now, you know, I didn't say home gym, but if you have aspirations for that, that's okay too. But your home workout space. So we're assuming from this that you're going to be starting with home workouts to do with kettlebell training. Hello, warrior goddess kettlebell training over here. So we're going to assume that if you want to find out more about setting up a home gym, that's a whole different podcast because we're not really in the home gym business, right? We're in a home workout space that you can pull out and put away as and when you need it. You see, kettlebell training is very similar to like yoga or martial arts, stuff that you can do just with the space of a yoga mat and one or two kettlebells. And it's basically the gym with a handle that you can then keep away underneath your bed or stuck in a cupboard that you, when you're not using it, that you can just move it out of the way very easy. And that's one of the best benefits from kettlebell training. Saves you a bucket ton of money. It doesn't require a lot of space to do it and you can get started today. So let's give you the three top tips for setting up your workout space. So number one is where. 
right? Number one, where are you going to set up a workout space? So all the studies and research shows that especially if you work from home or you are um, at home a lot, that when it when you go to transition into a different energy, right? So say you're working on your computer and you do that at the dining table or in the kitchen table, um, that it's important that you change space, right? As you do move to do your workout. So you can easily do a kettlebell workout in your living room, in your spare bedroom, in your conservatory, in your garden, in your um, garage or in your any sort of outside space. All you need is the space of a yoga mat. But it's important that it is a space designated that you know it to be your workout space. Because mentally, as you prepare to stop work, get changed, for example, and move into your workout space, believe it or not, your mindset changes, your focus changes, Um, It helps you to gear up with regards to your energy. There's a lot of studies done about changing the the different state that you're in from work state to workout state. Yeah. So we want to make sure that your workout space is designated. Yeah. You know exactly where you're going to go and do it. That's the space. Maybe you need to let other people know so they don't disturb you, that the dog or the cat isn't about or any young children, especially with kettlebell training. That's important. So I have gone and been a personal trainer in many, many, many homes over the years. And most of the time it was in dining or living rooms. Sometimes it was even in conservatory type areas or little porch areas. And um, it was perfect. That's all we needed. I literally only brought with me, you know, a couple of kettlebells, a yoga mat or two, and that was it. I didn't need any other equipment to teach to get a full body as I said, gym with the handle. That's why we love the kettlebells. So make sure you have a designated space and that you have it ready. Yeah. So if you're somebody who's going to work out in the morning, make sure you designate the space before you go to bed, potentially roll out the mat, have the kettlebells there nice and ready so you can just step into it. Let's take away any sort of barriers to motivation or wanting to get the actual workout done. Yeah. Okay. And then number two is what? So you've got the where. So that's the designated space. But what do you need inside the space? So I've already alluded to, you just need a yoga mat, right? And it doesn't even need to be a yoga mat. It can be some of those connecting rubber floor mats that you can use, especially if you're going to use it in your garage. It works really well for that. Um, Or if you're going to use it, I have clients that used it in like their back deck on those little rubber mats. They're like play mats or they're like mats that you find generally in garages. So you can just grab those. So you don't even need a full yoga mat. If you are going to do things on a laminate floor, we recommend a thicker yoga mat. Um, And just know that you can double up the yoga mat, especially if you're going to be on your knees, because that can be a little bit sore. Can you do it on carpet? Yes. But the problem is, especially when you're doing your mobility series, you do want to have a little bit of grip, but you can definitely do it on carpet. You can also do it on grass. Yeah. And you can do it... um, I was about to say with or without shoes. So we're going to talk about shoes. Yeah. So yoga mat or some flooring that's that's soft or outside is perfect. Let's talk about the shoes. So do you need shoes or not? Um, Personally, I prefer to do all kettlebell training similar to yoga without shoes. However, if you're in the garden and it's a bit squidgy and you don't want to do it barefoot, that's fine. If you are on a slightly 
you know, harder floor and you want a little bit of, um, you know, like impact between you and the floor, that's fine. Um, if you, for whatever reason, maybe in terms of your physio or somebody has told you that having shoes on is better for you, then you can go ahead and put shoes on. However, you know, trying to be con- as much connected with the floor as possible, not just for balance, but also for connecting to the floor, teaching your body what it feels like to use the toes and all parts of the foot. Um, and that's the traditional kettlebell style is to do it barefoot, barefoot training, similar to the yoga martial arts. Yeah. Um, and what else do you need? The what? The kettlebells. Da, 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 da. So we recommend a starter kit being a eight keeler, which is like an 18 pound, 15 to 18 pound kettlebell. And then maybe a smaller one, which is like a six kilo, which is probably like a 12 pound. Yeah. And that's going to give you everything to get started and probably keep you going at least for six weeks. We hope that if you're being consistent with kettlebell training that at the end of about six to eight weeks, you'll want to go up in weight. And we recommend a 12 kilo to help you with swings and deadlifts and get stronger there. And then you can begin to use that um, eight kilo that you already invested in for upper body. Yeah. So as we get stronger and progress you don't want to have too much of a gap between your upper body and your lower body so you don't want to be doing upper body with six kilos and being able to do everything with you know lower body swings etc with 12s or 16s that's going to cause an imbalance in the body so you want to be able to be within four kilos of each other right they generally say that your turkish get up and your swing one-handed swing should be within the same weight or within four kilos of each other. So you don't want to be progressing too quickly on a swing or a deadlift until you're able to also do the Turkish get-ups, do the other presses, etc. with it with the same weight. So ideally that you can do all workouts with an eight kilo up top and bottom um, and then build that up to doing it with a 12 kilo. Yeah. And then we have, so we've got the where, we've got the what, And then we have got the when for your workout space. So this is like, you know, you determining when you're going to use your workout space to the best of its ability. Are you a morning workout person? Are you lunchtime if you're working from home? Are you straight after work? And then that will determine when you set your space up. And also, you know, helping yourself with things like getting your gym gear ready, getting it ready either the night before or packing it even in your bag. I had a client that I said, right, to make sure that you're doing your home workouts after work, because that's when she wanted to do them. She wasn't a morning person. I was like, you need to let everybody know that as soon as you walk through that door, you're not going to say hello to everybody. You're going to go straight to your workout space, get that 10 minute workout done and then come out and greet everyone. So she then actually began not even walking through the front door. She would walk into the side door. That meant that she can go straight into the garage, get her workout done and then come into the house. So things like that can really help to set you up from not being distracted, not giving yourself excuses to not do the workout and not giving yourself the best setup possible to make sure that you get this daily habit done or this regular habit done, right? So The when is really important. And those are the the little hacks and tips that I would suggest. So anything from what I said regarding my client is first thing in the morning, make sure you have your space all set up the night before, lay your workout clothes out, 
the night before so you can just slip into them and get that done first thing. Um, secondly is if you're doing lunchtime workout that again it's in a dis- diff- different designated space and maybe before you start work you have it all set up ready so that again at lunchtime you can go into that space get it done and you've worked out things like do I need a shower do I not I mean a lot of kettlebell training if you're doing a 10 minute workout you won't sweat enough to need a shower and that's okay but maybe on days where you decide that you're going to do a full 30 minute hit style training that you are going to get sweatier and therefore you need to build in well do I need to have a shower do I not or can I have a shower at the end of the day if you're not having meetings if you're not um, bothered about sitting sweaty for a little while. Um, I know that in the afternoons I was never really that sweaty, so I could just kind of get work done and then I'd go home and have a shower in the evening, uh, put on some comfy, casual clothes for my lovely evening um, and relaxing and stuff like that. So it's working out all of those kinks and things that could potentially be, you know, curveballs or barriers or limitations to you achieving this habit and thinking them through planful problem solving is what we call it in our community and making sure that all those small little things are thought out so that you don't get tripped up in trying to achieve your goals. So those were the three top tips today. They are the, you know, the where, the what and the when of setting up your home workout space. Um, We are going to be sharing lots of our home workout spaces in our VIP Sexy Strong community. We do that quite often because it's sometimes easy for just to, again, touch base with everyone and go, let's share your workout space. Let's share how it's working for you. Um, Other little, you know, tips that people were like, okay, well, you know, do you write out your workouts in a a notebook? Do you use the app that we have? Do you use a whiteboard? I, I was a big fan of a whiteboard. Whereas now I'm the big fan of the notes app in my phone or I use our own app. Believe it or not, I do my own workouts and I use our app to do it or I use the the downloads of the workouts that I've created to do it and our training plans. I literally do my own workouts because, hey, they work and they're great. Um, so, you know, what works for one might not work for the other. Some people also enjoy a follow along workout some of the time. So they did that. So it's just finding out what way works best for you and working with it. And we're going to be sharing a lot of that in our community. So make sure you come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe and join the tribe community inside the Goddess Got Goals podcast tribe community where we also are going to be talking about our book club coming up soon. Okay, that's the TTT on the GGG. And I look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. And of course, we'll be back in your ear pods um, this coming Thursday for our fuller, longer episode. But until then, peace out. Well, you made it to the end, my friend. You are my favorite kind of person. Seriously, a total badass. But if you like this episode, we've got a whole bunch waiting for you. With show notes, promos, discounts, lots and lots of freebies. And all you've got to do is go over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts. That's with an S. And don't forget to hit subscribe, totally, uh, on any of your, you know, favorite podcast platforms. And of course, leave us a review. We really like that. Or why not continue to be part of our community? Register to join the tribe, the Goddess Got Goals podcast tribe community. And come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe. And I look forward to catching up with you next week or maybe in the next episode. Your super friend.